Hey everybody, this is Josh Runquist here, and we're already at the 18th episode yes. of the Heavy Debriefings podcast. We can legally do some things. But what are they? We can't mention them here because we're also on YouTube. But of course, again, I am Josh Runquist, along with the one who listens to Britney Spears to Eternal Tears of Sorrow, <laughs> the Metal Fairy. I like that one, and yes, I do. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So, you just got home about 15 minutes ago or so. Yeah. It, it's nice to see you. Yeah, it's pretty good to see you, too. <laughs> we just quickly went over what we're going to be doing for the show this week <laughs> as in all transparency we don't have like a top 10 list or favorite things we're going to be doing this this week we're not exactly not exactly. yeah we got something a little bit different uh, yeah. you can either look at the timestamp of what that is or just wait for it to come yeah but before we get to all that, we have news of good, bad, and everything in between. We have a heavy news week, yeah. Yes. So time for the news. The news. So of course we have to start out with the saddest news. So Heath from uh, X Japan, the bass player, he passed away um, at the age of 55. Um, it's kind of out there that he passed away sometime in October. We're not quite sure when. Uh, it looks like he unfortunately found out that he had cancer and unfortunately found out pretty late in the in the process of it. So. Um, um, he didn't have a whole lot of time to kind of get his affairs in order, and apparently he didn't even have time to really tell his bandmates. So, oh, very, very sad hearing that. I love X Japan, so. Yeah, they are one of the best bands from Japan. Absolutely. Not trying to make a pun there. I mean, they no. really are just yeah, that good. Absolutely. And, uh, they, they've hardly gotten to ever play America, which is sad. Yeah. I, the last time they played, I think it was like Bonnaroo or uh, Coachella. Oh, dear. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Like, yeah. they did one of those. I forget well, which one it is uh, several years ago, but they're so criminally underrated here, oh, over absolutely. here in the U.S. But in Japan, they are regarded as the metal gods that they are. Absolutely. And yeah. I wish there was more bull that got into them here. Yes, me too, me too. In other news, uh, the actor strike is now over. Uh, previously, the writer strike did end as well. Now the actor strike is over as well. So, hey, there might be some new movies getting out there, finally. Yeah, we forgot to talk about the writer strike as... Uh, uh, there was a lot of stuff going on that week. There was, there was. But uh, it's so great that, uh, you know, not everybody got what they wanted and that's what a, a compromise is, according yeah. to Larry David. You know, it's when <laughs> both sides leave unsatisfied. Pretty much, that, yeah. That is a good compromise. Yes, so yes. hopefully this means to a lot of good stuff. Uh, yeah. I just saw today that uh, Deadpool 3 will be mm. the only MCU movie in 2024. I'm happy to see it. I love Deadpool, so. I am too. <laughs> I'm and, all for that. And also... Just need to cut back on the on the movies. Like there's like one every quarter there or every is, third. There is, and yeah. it just it needs to calm down. Yeah, if they're good, it's great. But there's some not so great ones out there. So oh, yeah. you mean the Marvels? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, on both sides. I mean, let's be honest. But uh, yeah, when it comes to like TV, when it comes to streaming, when it comes to movies, all yeah. that stuff, things will be probably getting back in the swing of things after Thanksgiving Hopefully. for a lot of people, if uh, not uh, just 2024 yeah, because the, the holidays. Year. But um, yeah, it's it's time for it to finally happen. Absolutely. Uh, in a little bit of wrestling news, and we'll obviously have some wrestling news under the wrestling section as well later, but NXT is moving over to the CW. Yes, in 2024, they're yeah. going to be going from the USA Network to the CW. They might be getting a name change, they might be getting a rebranding, there might be a lot of stuff that's going on there, but as someone who enjoyed so much of what the CW used <laughs> to be in Warner Brothers, yeah. what do you think of this? It's a bit of a head-scratcher. Now, I haven't watched really anything on the CW in quite a few years at this point, so I don't really know the state of it right now, but I know back in the day I used to be very, like, teen drama friendly. <laughs> 
um, a la Pretty Little Liars and such. Um, so I, I guess I'm curious on like, are they turning NXT into more like, I mean, not that they're in stories now, but more story driven and more kind of aimed towards a younger audience or kind of where they're going with it because it's, it's a head scratcher. And there's so many other rumors that have come around because of this. Yeah. Uh, there was talks that uh, Billy Corgan's NWA was yeah. going to be on the CW until oh, dear. until the parent company of WWE and UFC found out. Yeah. And then they wanted to prevent that from happening. I which don't I don't see that un- going smooth at all. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not going to be on there anymore. Well, I mean, yeah, why would they yeah. have more than one wrestling company on there? Yeah. But um, I've also heard many things about uh, Raw mm-hmm. uh, also moving companies. Like uh, SmackDown's going to be going back to USA yeah. next year as well. Mm-hmm. But Raw might be moving anywhere from TBS to FX. I've heard so many Oof. different rumors about like companies that are wanting to buy Raw for the television rights. And I'm so, yeah. so curious what's going to happen. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I feel like westling doesn't even belong on TV anymore. It just needs to be on streaming at this point. It would be so well, much we don't even watch too. it on streaming. Well, yeah, but I mean... I mean, there's Ring of Honor. We don't watch that. That's true, but you have to be part of Honor Club for that. It's even pay extra. And... Well, that's just it. Well, yeah, I know, but you know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know. You mean like AEW should be on Max? Is yeah. what you're getting at. Yeah, it should. Well, it should. I mean, especially with BR Live being a part of HBO Max right now. Yeah. Or, sorry, just Max. Yeah. But uh, the rumors is is that in 2024, AEW will be going over to Max, which we'll see. it'd be nice to not have to, to only tune in when we want to tune in, yeah. not have to be designated. That is true. Um, In other news, uh, GTA is having a trailer come out in December. Yes, it is heavily rumored that the next Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 6, will be premiering in early December. Yes. And, I mean, it very well could be just another remastered version of the original Grand Theft Auto trilogy well, again. Well, that's the thing. They haven't specifically said it's GTA 6. They say it said it's a GTA trailer. Yes. I think everybody for, for the new GTA game. Right, which could be a lot of different It things. could be a lot of different things. <laughs> I think a lot of people are assuming it's going to be GTA 6, and I just, the realist in me is like, oh, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be some stupid little mobile game or something. <laughs> it's entirely possible. It is. And it's also entirely possible that it might be showing up on the Game Awards, which uh, mm-hmm. that would be a huge thing to get people to tune into that because you know it's like who really actually cares about the awards yeah (laughs) people tune in for the game trailers the stuff that you don't expect that is completely true and uh if they could get grand theft auto that'd be a pretty huge one that would be awesome but um the hopeless romantic in me wants it to be grand theft auto 6 oh i do too and i don't want it to just be like a cgi trailer i don't want it to be just like the title screen of grand theft auto 6 i want to see some actual gameplay yeah yeah like i'm so sick of the trailers that don't actually feature any of the game whatsoever agreed agreed and also more than anything i don't want it to be online only <laughs> that that is my biggest fear is that yes. it'll be an online only game yes but i do have a feeling they will separate the two i, I mean they, they did it for red dead redemption 2 yeah and you can even buy just the online version or the single player version or buy both that so is true i feel like if they can get you that way and make you pay twice for the same thing they'll do that 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 is a distinct possibility up next spotify is making some changes uh so starting next year i believe um yeah, 2024 yeah any song will need to get a thousand
thousand plays annually in order to get any royalties. I've seen so many people upset about this. Yeah. And I totally understand why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I also have to flip the coin on this. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing on YouTube. Yeah, it's true. Like I have to get a thousand subscribers and thankfully we're well past that now. Mm -hmm. But I also have to get 4,000 watch hours, which mm -hmm. we're still working on. Yeah. Have to do all of that before even being considered to be a part of the partner program. Yep. And then YouTube will take the cuts and everything that goes along with that. Oh, yeah. So I really don't see the difference here because you're still trying to market yourself. You're still mm -hmm. trying to sell yourself. I mean, yeah, it sucks, but that's also what happened on YouTube. I was making money on YouTube until the adpocalypse happened in 2018. Yeah. And I've been scrambling ever since trying to make it back there. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. I mean, it stinks, but everything is moving that way. Every type of social media that you can make money off of is getting harder to do so. So unfortunately, that's just kind of the way the world is going right now. So. Yeah. Isn't it weird that uh, we live in a world where people have to do like manual labor and AI art is the one is AI art is what more people are gravitating towards. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You'd think it would be the other way around you where think. AI would be doing the machining and uh, factory work and people would mm -hmm. be doing art. But yeah. that's not the world that we no. live in right now. No. It's a strange world. <laughs> uh, some Slipknot news. Uh, so the drummer Jay Weinberg was uh, uh, fired from the band, I guess. Now Unceremoniously come out. kicked yeah. out. Um, mm -hmm. uh, he laid out a message online yesterday mm -hmm. uh, talking about how he just received a phone call and said that his services are no longer needed. Yeah, apparently he was very shocked by it. Um, I know we have seen on some other media platforms rumors of... Mike being... Mangini joining Slipknot. <laughs> well, that too, that too. But rumors of Shane uh, maybe having some... Like, not being the, the nicest, best person to work with, I guess, at one point. But who knows? Who knows? Um, I've also seen that from everyone in Slipknot. That, that is true. That they're D-bags. I mean, yeah. it, well, speaking... Well, you know someone who's been in bands that have had a lot of controversy and turmoil going on internally. You? <laughs> I was trying not to say it was me, but... Uh, <laughs> Let's just say you know someone that's had sure, to deal with that. Sure, I know someone. I know someone. Yeah. Uh, how do you think about that? Like um, when there's uh, band member changes and, uh, you know, bands just kind of dissolve from their own turmoil. Yeah. Bands are like messy, messy, like relationships. Like it's... And it's so hard to find like good people to be in a band with and like when you're joining a band you never know what you're gonna get into and there's some really crummy people out there who don't think they're crummy <laughs> um and they like to blame everybody else around them and it's just it's bad see the thing that really goes into it is you need to find a group of people that are just like you basically but yeah. playing a different instrument yeah or vocally yeah if you can't have that things are gonna fall apart mm -hmm. and someone's gonna leave the band or the band's gonna break up or something like that yeah. and since you did bring me up, there's not a lot of people that have my kind of mentality, at mm -hmm. least in the situations that I've been a part of. Yeah. I've been a part of things where I'm just the drummer mm -hmm. uh, to uh, starting out as like a full-fledged member to uh, someone who had absolutely no say in the band left. Yeah. So many different kinds of situations that go into it that mm -hmm. way. And maybe that's what happened here, you know? It's just yeah. like they kind of just looked at him as like a fill-in and they just want to go into a different direction. Not yeah. saying it's good, but it could be that way. Yeah, it's hard because there are so many bands that there ends up being one person or two people who like to lead the charge and not let anybody else have a voice and stuff and unless you are starting the band that way and somebody signs up for that situation as just like a session musician or something of the sorts like it's a really crummy thing to do yeah and i'm so curious about who they're gonna get next like i've seen yeah. a few other names mm -hmm. uh, specifically through my timeline yeah uh, people alluding to the fact that uh, they might be a part of it okay but okay. Uh, they also could be messing with people so i don't want to put that 
that out there just yet, but I have one or two people that it's like, oh, that's really cool if they get to do that. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, they'll actually get to make some money in the music business. Exactly. <laughs> um, Up next, Mr. Jordan Catalano himself, Jared Leto, climbed the, well, not the entire Empire State Building, but part of the Empire State Building in promotion of the 30 Seconds to Mars, well, album that's already out and tour coming up because they haven't toured in like six years. Yeah, publicity <laughs> stunt. <laughs> Oh. Now, we didn't do this on the show. Yeah. Even though I really, really wanted to capture it. Okay. Several weeks back, we checked yes. out a new single from 30 Seconds to Mars yes. when it popped up. Yes. What did you think of that song? Well, and I will say I also, like, on scrolling through social media over the weekend, I saw a clip of him. I think he was on Jimmy Kimmel or, I don't know, one of the late night shows. One of the Jimmys. And they, they showed um part of him, like, after he climbed the Empire State Building, him and his brother did a song at the top of the building. <laughs> Um, it is not my cup of tea anymore. I, I, there was one album I enjoyed in the earlier days of 30 Seconds to Mars, and there's one other one that you've always told me that I should check out because it's good as well. Yeah, it's self-titled debut. But they have gone in a direction I don't necessarily like anymore. That said, I love him as an actor. I love Jordan as an actor. Or, sorry, Jared. <laughs> you will always be Jordan Catalano to me. Uh, I love Jared as an actor, even though a lot of people hate him. I think you're wrong. Um. What about the sex call? I don't know about that. So, I, I, I know you've mentioned it, but I haven't looked into that at all so no comment at this point all right well i will say the song that we did here several weeks back yeah um they basically lifted the chorus of an mc chris song yeah <laughs> and it's like it's the same chords it's the same melody mm. it's the same everything <laughs> as that song and it blows my mind i think mc chris should be taking 30 seconds to mars <laughs> to court for stealing oh. a song i mean if it could happen to robin thick it should be happening to jared leto as well that, yeah yeah i see where you're coming from i see where you're coming from um, a little bit more news. Uh, so the band Shining, they've had a little... Well, well hold yes. on. There's more than one version of Shining out there. Well, yes, yes. There is the Nor there is the Norwegian black jazz band. Yes. Uh, Shining, which is nowhere near up here. No, no, no. And no. then there's the Swedish yes. Shining, which is a very depressive, suicidal black metal. Yes. This so is the, this band is we're the one we're talking about. about. <laughs> yes. But there's been a little uh, controversy with them. So I it all started with a Instagram post. And I missed this, so I'll let you kind of uh, summarize this for the kids listening. Well, I did show it to you, but I completely understand why you didn't encapsulate it Well, I didn't yet. initially see it, is what I right. mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, basically, the band Shining might be done. Yes. And apparently, one of the ex-members of the band knows some Russian hackers who have controlled almost all of the social media for Shining now, mm -hmm. and talked about how frontman, I cannot pronounce his name, yes. has stolen money from the band, uh, withheld money from the band, uh, uh, also doing it to customers as well, too, like... Like, uh, if people send in money for merchandise, they're not getting the merchandise, like t-shirts and albums and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of shady things that have been said in one court. And the front man of Shining, which again, I cannot pronounce his name, yeah. uh, he took to the band's Instagram page, of all places, and yes. did a video uh, talking about how he's been getting harassed by this member of the band and these Russian hackers for years now. Mm -hmm. And they've been uh, threatening violence and uh, unaliving and other things, mm -hmm. where he he just flat out said that for the next 48 hours, I'm going to leave my door unlocked yeah. and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> this is your final chance to do what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if this sounds oddly familiar... <laughs> 
uh, think back to 1993 Ooh. when a Norwegian black metal band Mayhem had kind of a similar situation going on. Yeah. But this is the more modernized social media version of yeah. Mayhem in 2023 oh, so yeah it's a lot of drama <laughs> yeah so as someone who's not too familiar with the band yeah what do you think of this it's a messy situation well my where i saw it first was so after this on facebook through the band's facebook page and it's it's a little unclear on who was doing this posting if a current member if it's somebody who hacked the page who know but somebody uh somebody went on there and made multiple posts saying how essentially they agree with a lot of the stuff that was kind of brought against the lead singers Saying that you know money has been withheld and kind of just situations have been bad and that this person is stepping away from the situation no longer being a part of it um so it it's messy all the way around i mean who knows what is the truth what isn't unless you're a part of it it sounds like there could be some icky stuff going on but at the same time does that warrant like threatening somebody in their life absolutely not like that's ridiculous so ugh, ugh. but yeah it's it's it definitely kind of brings you back to <laughs> norwegian black metal of the early Early 90s. Yes. What was old becomes new again. Exactly. Final news. No, of... actually, I got one after this. Oh, yeah, one more. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I well, got one more piece of news I just stumbled upon. The last thing I had was that the Grammy nominations were brought up, and I believe you had that uh, list somewhere. Yes, I do. And hold on to your hats, folks. This is the most <laughs> Grammy nominated, Grammy nominated, <laughs> Grammy nominated Grammy Awards in 2024. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. So, first of all, for best metal performance yes which i don't understand is that supposed to be like best metal song is that live presentation i've never understood the performance category if it's supposed to be a live performance or what because are you attending every show no you're not Mm. so shut up yeah i i don't know maybe it's best performance on an album but regardless regardless it doesn't matter now let's see how many of these you recognize yes all right disturbed with bad man okay ghost with the iron maiden cover phantom of the opera Okay. Metallica, 72 Seasons. Slipknot, ho ho ho. Funny, we just got uh, done talking about them with Hive Mind. Does he still get a, a Grammy if they win? He did record on it, right? so. That'll be awkward if he shows up. That would be very awkward. And Spirit Box, with only with what I can only imagine is a cover of Aerosmith's j Jaded. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's an original song. Probably but, not. Uh, probably not. I wish someone would, just to show how bad of a song that is. Yes, yes. Best Rock Performance. So again, mm. same thing. Yeah. Uh, Sculptures of Anything Goes by the Arctic Monkeys. More Than a Love Song by Black Pumas. Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Rescued by Foo Fighters. And Lux Eterna by Metallica. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know any of those? I've heard of all the bands, but no. I couldn't hum any of these songs if my life depended on it. I only know Foo Fighters and Metallica. I know, I know. The guy who knows all of heavy music doesn't (laughs) doesn't know enough of the rock category. Well, let's be fair. A lot of this isn't very heavy. Oh, all right. Best rock song. Angry by the Rolling Stones. Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl by Olivia Rodrigo, who I always thought was a pop star. (laughs) But uh, I guess things have changed. Emotion Sicked by Queens of the Stone Age. Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. And Rescued by Foo Fighters. Oh, gee golly. 
So, do you know any of those? Again, I've, I've heard of the bands, but no, I don't know the music. What about Olivia Rodrigo? Are, are you familiar no. with her at all? No. I mean, I will say I've heard music from a lot of the bands in the past, but the songs and albums and stuff being nominated, I don't have a clue. Right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Best Rock Album. The Foo Fighters, but here we are. Greta Von Fleet with Starcatcher. Metallica with 72 Seasons. So is it a rock album or a metal album? It's both how, how is it, the Grammys. How can it be both? Well, they don't know the difference. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paramore. This is why. This is why. And Queens of the Stone Age in Times New Roman. Weird to make a song about a font. It is, but I'm assuming it's a pun. Oh. And I believe that's it because, uh, yeah, that's that's it. All right. So again, proving the point that we're we're talking about it, but it absolutely holds absolutely zero meaning. It means nothing. Yes. I mean, all these songs are chosen by how popular they are. It's not actually the best. It's what sells the most. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine the uproar if Olivia Rodrigo wins best rock song? <laughs> I hope she does. I hope she does just so <laughs> all the metal elitists and gatekeepers get their anuses puckered up and are just in constant pain because of this. Yeah, because if you care about this, I mean, number one, don't. Number two, like, ugh, girl, you're part of the problem. It's just like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. None of it means anything. Listen to what you like, and that's all there is to it. Yes. And finally, to go back into the wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube star and current WWE US champion Logan Paul, mm. who is, uh, of course, uh, best known to me for making a video making fun of someone uh, unal- who unalived themselves in the uh, Japanese suicide forest yes has said that he is retiring from boxing to become a full-time wwe wrestler who knew he was a boxer <laughs> oh the, inter- the youtube world is just filled with that the, the oh. paul brothers are huge boxers oh dear but logan paul is apparently making enough money in wwe that he can do the pretend wrestling rather than actually getting punched in the face now so <sighs> he is now full-time wwe contractor this is just another reason we don't watch wwe anymore and with uh, stuff we'll be talking about later, AEW might be going the same way yes. as well. I yes. mean, we keep hinting at it. We do. But one week, it will be done. One week, it will happen. Coming up next, it is my favorite segment of the show and yours as well. <laughs> uh, everyone tuning in. It is Musical Roulette, where I pick out three random songs for the Metal Fairy to check out. Yes. Uh, some of these have been ones that she's actually enjoyed. Some of them. Some of them have been ones that she absolutely despises. Kind of like what we talked about in last Last week's show when we picked out your most hated band. Yes. Won't give away the ending to how it all goes, but yes. it totally, totally makes sense. <laughs> and some of them you will feel so indifferent to, you'll forget what they are by the time that the podcast is over. That is true. So let's see what we got in the roulette table this week. So starting all this off, we went with a song uh, from one of my favorite bands, mm-hmm. Nightingale, yes. featuring the legendary Dan Swano, yes. who is so deeply underrated unless you're really into the depth of metal yeah like not enough people know him for all of the work that he's done uh behind the mixing board and in on stage mm-hmm. i mean he's pretty much done it all yeah and of absolutely. course of course with the band nightingale uh back in 2005 he did a re-recording album where he chose 
two songs off every Nightingale album Mm -hmm. and a couple of Edge of Sanity songs Mm -hmm. and made a Nightfall Overture, which is all the renewed versions of all these songs, making them a little less goth and a little more progressive. Mm -hmm. But I chose the predominantly acoustic song, Mm -hmm. Alonely. Yes. The 2005 version. The original is a little more goth tinged. This is a little more keyboard synth version. But what what do you think? Oh, I love this album. Dan Swano, like I mean, like you mentioned, he has so much talent in so many different ways but I I love this part of him just that rustic acoustic sound to his voice Ugh, it's like rustic butter (laughs) rustic (laughs) butter it's smooth but it just it's like at the same time you know and he's a handsome fellow too handsome fella he's a handsome fella visually he kind of reminds me a lot and and some people are probably going to be offended by this but he reminds me a lot of Kit Winger just kind of like the guy who just gets rustic and like better looking as they get older there are a lot of people who feel that way I mean, a lot of people say Kip Winger looks better now than he Mm -hmm. did back in his heyday. Yeah. So I totally understand. But yeah, I love Dan Swano. I love him. Is Nightingale your favorite of the Dan Swano projects? Probably. Probably. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, so many albums are about vampires. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's right up my alley. (laughs) There was a Simpsons uh, meme that I made uh, a few years ago where uh, Homer's in the library and he's reading like the Hardy Boys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, all the Hardy Boys books are about like mysteries and smugglers and stuff yeah. like this and I, I did a, a poop post to make it YouTube friendly about Nightingale where he's uh, listening to or checking out the new Nightingale album yeah it's, it's like it's about vampires they're all about vampires says Bart oh no not this one forevermore it's about vampires <laughs> <laughs> yes but uh yeah I love Dan Swano don't talk about him enough and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully we will again in the not too distant future yes so potentially two in a row for the positive side of things when Ooh. it comes to musical roulette uh, luck is on your side this time yes uh we stumble upon the strappy on lad yes and off of your not only your favorite strappy on lad album but your favorite devin townsend album yes as well city yes and the song detox yeah now first of all why is city your favorite devin townsend album um i mean i i will say is the first album i listened to from any of his projects um but it just it just i mean obviously all strappy young lads have that aggression behind them but there's something about it that's just catchy and it just just some of the lyrics just hit you the right way <laughs> that is very true now can you relate to detox not necessarily but <laughs> <laughs> but some of the other songs i can well what do you think but, of detox oh i love it i love it i love the entire album yeah this is my favorite from strapping favorite from devon by far um <laughs> just gotta twist the knife don't you <laughs> I don't hold back. <laughs> I know you don't. Uh, last week proved that. Yes. And, uh, no, it, it, it is a fantastic album. Yes. And it's in the upper ep- epsilon or mm-hmm. epsilon of Devin Townsend's works. Yes. It's just not my favorite. Okay. It's a very good album. I mean, we can't all be right. Yeah, we can't. The glare. So because you were having it way too easy, I decided to go out of the comfort zone for you and go with a band with an inside joke from us from early on in our relationship with the band Kandiria. What's the name, band name? Kandiria. I said, what's the band name? Kandiria. I said, what's the band name i said it's candiria i said what's the band name <laughs> candiria what's the band name <laughs> candiria Wait. how many people are tuning out right now a lot <laughs> all right let's cut it right there okay but after the latest album of course that being back 2016 already so almost eight years ago yes 
Uh, I went with the second trap, Maria. Mm-hmm. What's you your thoughts? You sure did. What's your thoughts? You sure did. Um, It sounds like something that would play in the elevator uh, going down to meet the devil. It doesn't sound like such a bad thing. Elevator music? Yeah, it sure does. Not all of it was elevator music. It's like metal meets jazz fusion. Yeah, like, that's, that's exactly what they are. Like, let me go sit in a smoky little bar where there's somebody playing a terrible saxophone and I drink some really bottom rail beverages. To be fair, you hate all saxophone. I do. I do. Absolutely. Except for Dog Bash Disco. Yes, absolutely. So I'm never going to win you over with Candiria, am I? No. No. And if you didn't catch on the joke, it was that, that he, I thought, or he thought I was saying can't hear you, or I thought he was saying can't yeah, hear you. Yeah, were, you were thinking I was saying I can't hear you. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, th- thank you for ruining that joke there. <laughs> I didn't ruin it. <laughs> yes, only the scholars are going to pick that one up. <laughs> Hey, we are scholars. Uh, all right. Well, that was musical roulette for this week. Yes. I'm excited to see what's going to be happening down the road. But uh, of course, uh, this show is a little wacky in a sense. So mm-hmm. I think it made sense to play Candaria mm-hmm. because uh, things are going to be going into a little bit of a different direction before we close out the end they of the are. year. Alrighty, so up next, instead of doing a top 10 or something of the sorts like we have on most of our shows, we went to the listeners to ask for some listener questions, and we got a handful. Yes, uh, we officially ran out of ideas, so we, <laughs> we went to you. No, oh. no, seriously, <laughs> I wanted to do something like this because A, it's been 18 episodes, so why not get the fans involved a little bit more? And two, probably the bigger reason, I didn't want to waste anything between the Halloween episodes and the holiday episodes. Yeah. And I just felt like a nice you know departure for one week to do something like this before we get into the holiday stuff which i know you have a lot of ideas for holiday and end of the year stuff yes we do have a lot going on then so i'm gonna start off with our questions from facebook then we'll jump over to youtube uh up first from rob we have favorite movie soundtrack oh this one was actually pretty tough it was Mm. tough for me too because like do you go with the original music or do you go with songs that are officially called the official soundtrack why I'm, I'm going with the official soundtrack. Um, but even then, it's hard because it's like there's so many movies that I love like a song from, but actually liking an entire soundtrack is pretty hard. <laughs> well, for me, I have to go with the date that I went to the problem with. Okay. And it's Here one me. of the clothes. <laughs> Same ballpark, kind of. Same ballpark, okay. Yeah, it's the album that helped me get into more of the aggressive side of metal. Okay. Because, of course, you know, I was a Metallica fanboy for a few years of my life. Yep. Then I discovered Dream Theater and Opeth. Yes. And then I discovered more thanks to, like, Headbangers Ball and many other things. But I have to go with the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, that had so many bands that I love to this day, from Killswitch Engage to Mike Patton to uh, Seven Dust to so many great songs. Mm-hmm. off of that album and it really captured that time frame of 2003-2004 perfectly mm-hmm. and I was just incensed with all these different kinds of bands of course I don't like every song off of the album yeah but I the songs that I do love off of the album are mm-hmm. ones that stick with me to this day yeah and I think that's a good sign of a great soundtrack totally get it totally get it so I debated a couple different things with this like I thought about Trick or Treat because it's all fast way and how can you not love that <laughs> I thought about Black Roses because Lizzie Borden's 
on there. Um, I thought about Deathgasm because uh, Skull Fist is on there and that kind of lines up with when I started kind of liking a lot of that music. Also Emperor's on there and a lot of good stuff on there. There's a lot of good stuff on there. There's soundtrack. a lot of good stuff on there, but I'm going to go back quite a few years to Young Guns 2 and John Bon Jovi did the entire <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> and now like, if you're you... really going down in a blaze of glory with that one. I, I am. I am. I am. So I, I don't, if you're not familiar with my taste in music, like I don't like what Bon Jovi has become since like 2000. But uh, prior to that, I loved Bon Jovi. They were like my favorite band growing up and John, his version of, you know, Young Guns 2 and like all the music with it is just beautiful. So that's what I'm going with. So you're saying you like the old stuff more than the country stuff that they've become known for. I don't like the new stuff at all. So yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> well, who says you can't go home? I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we have a question from Harry uh, of the Metal Geeks podcast. The and MSR cast. MSR cast, yes. Yes. Uh, also runs the Metal Geek Society on Facebook, which yes. uh, I will be uh, showing off my top 100 albums of 2023 list on nice. as well. Uh, I've been meaning to get Carrie on some form podcast or interview at some point, and yeah. I've guested on both the MSR cast and Metal Geeks in the past. Yes. So he asked a great question uh, of what our favorite podcast is that is not our own and then also not metal related. Well, he meant not metal related, but we yes. could <laughs> we could talk about You could go either way. <laughs> I, I will say that we do enjoy listening to Metal Geeks and MSR oh, cast for, sure. for yeah. our own reasons, mm-hmm. of course, and that's one of the only music podcasts that I actually listen to. Yeah. Because yeah. everything really? else that we listen to is not music related. Not really, yeah. So why don't you start this one off first? Yeah, so um, I will say we have a handful of podcasts that we listen to together every week. Yes. Out of those, I would say a couple of my favorite. Um, number one, No Accounting for Taste. Yes. Which is uh, Kyle Kinane and... Shane Torres. Uh, Shane Torres. I, Kyle Kinane is my favorite comedian probably ever. I just love him. <laughs> he's my second. George Carlin is my favorite. Yeah. But favorite living, it's Kyle yeah, Kinane. Yeah, he's just hilarious. So that's that's always a good one to listen to. Now, what is it? Um, I mean, it's just some kind of... I mean, usually they have a topic every week and just kind of dissecting some kind of piece of like society, essentially, like some kind of interest or something. <laughs> well, it, it goes a little bit deeper than that. Yeah. It's like, they usually pick like a topic a lot of people crap on, yeah. and they try to find some positive to it. Yeah, although, that's true. Although some weeks they can't find anything positive to say about it, and yeah. it just goes completely <laughs> off the rails. That which, is true. Those are my favorite ones. That but, is true. Yeah, it's usually about an hour long each, and mm. it's always enjoyable. Yes, I also... <laughs> <laughs> I also love Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen. <laughs> I love a good podcast story, whatever, about a, a terrible POS being taken down. And by golly, this is one of them. Um, <laughs> Let, let's just rip the Band-Aid off right here. Yes. We know the intro by heart. We do. We do. Sometimes we switch who's Chris Hansen and who's the Predator. <laughs> yes. But the intro to the show, we mimic and do our own takes on it every single week. Yeah, I mean, we just love justice happening and bad people ta- being taken down and this just, this is it. Yes, it can be funny, it can be frightening. <laughs> yes. Uh, just the screen names that people use thinking oh, that they're going to attract people. Jeez, yeah. None of which I can say on here, but yeah. uh, it's just so sad. Yeah, so outside of ones we watch together, um, well, I don't listen to. Or listen to, yes. Um, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. One I do regularly go to or somewhat regularly is the Buddy Dis- disgusting podcast where they talk a lot about horror and horror related stuff so i love hearing them kind of their opinions and and finding out things that i'm not already aware of um i didn't know they had one but it makes
makes all the sense in the world that oh, they yeah. have one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, like I've watched a few different, or sorry, listened to uh, a few different podcasts based around some of the shows I used to watch, like The Hills and Laguna Beach and some of the characters, they rewatch the episodes and kind of give their insight and stuff with that. So it's it's terrible, I know, but I, I watch that or listen to that. How about you? <laughs> Again, that makes all the sense in the world. Uh, yeah, I have a few others that um, some have kind of dipped in quality. Some have maintained all the stuff that I enjoy, but it, it goes all over. Uh, one that um, I used to listen to all the time, but uh, ever since he got divorced, it's uh, kind of just not been the same thing. Yeah. Uh, getting better with Ron Funches. Uh, Ron Funches is a comedian and voice over actor. Like if you hear his voice, you'll recognize him in everything that he's ever done. He's um, like uh, one of our favorite animated shows, Harlequin. He plays King Shark. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, his podcast was supposed to be about like uh, bringing people in and uh, how they're dealing with life struggles mentally physically all this stuff yeah and i loved it for it but then again uh last year he got divorced and the show has just become like a 20 minute episodes of uh him just kind of talking about the divorce and everything like that <laughs> and uh he, he doesn't have guests on anymore because he says he doesn't want to talk to anyone unless he really has a connection to them yeah so it's just been kind of hard to watch or listen to from that point of view yeah but i enjoyed it so much when i was doing that yeah um because i am such a kevin smith uh fanboy i love all mm-hmm. of his podcasts that he does uh, particularly uh hollywood babylon is mm-hmm. one that i enjoy with uh, ralph garman where they talk about like all the latest stuff that's happening in hollywood and geek stuff and everything it's always a funny show yes um also fat man beyond mm-hmm. uh which uh i thoroughly enjoy which is all about like all the nerd stuff going on in the world with uh kevin smith and mark bernard and, uh i've actually missed the last few weeks because i've just been listening to the games that i've been playing yeah um when you're playing like alan wake 2 you really don't want to have a podcast on while you're doing that that kind <laughs> of just ruins the feng shui of it all yes. if i'm using that the right way mm-hmm. and then also um the ralph report with ralph garman uh, yeah uh, it, it's on every single day but there's one free episode a week on spotify mm-hmm. and that's usually what i catch and it's different every week so you never know which one's going to be free but yeah. i thoroughly enjoy that hour of content all the time yeah uh i also listen to a few different uh, gaming podcasts as well too um yeah it's it's odd because with how much music I do listen to mm-hmm. at nights, I like listening to podcasts because it's just kind of nice to like wind down and hear conversations more yeah. than it, than anything else. Yeah, I Whether I agree or disagreed, I need a giggle, uh, learning about new stuff, whatever the case is. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot of good podcast stuff out there and maybe we're someone's favorite. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be cool to say one day. Maybe. Uh, up next, we have a question from Ryan. Uh, deserted Island or three entertainment items. So movie, album, and book or audio book. You want me to get over first? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to cheat a little bit, go a little bit off this just because I'm like that. Oh, why you? I know. So I, my thought is if I'm desert, on a deserted island, I need something to pick me up. So album wise, I would probably go with Dynasty Final Advent because that's just like my number one album that I listen to to make me feel better and put me in more of a positive mindset. Um, Movie, I'm going to go TV show instead. I'm going to say Curb Your Enthusiasm because <laughs> I need something. Yeah, when you talk about positivity you go with curb your enthusiasm well it's something that makes me laugh though like it never fails i will laugh at that show so that puts me in a better state of mind and then book i think i'd actually just pick a notebook and a pen so i could like write to myself because i think that would be the best thing for my state of mind just keep cheating i know i know i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right well i took a different approach to this okay okay. uh so uh album that i'd pick i'd pick woods five because you know it's just like when i'm if i'm stuck on a desert island you know i need something about the repercussions of everything.
everything that's going on. And if there's no chance of me being able to find a way to escape or being found, I might as well have the soundtrack that I already have songs for my funeral playlist on. So, (laughs) you know, it just kind of gets me warmed up to that idea. (laughs) This is the mind of a depressed man. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, TV show Simpsons, because there's 750 episodes. That's true. I mean, if you only watch one a day, you have over a year's worth of content and you you never see the same one. So you're cheating too. You're picking a show instead of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I forgot the movie as well. Well, I just went with the TV show. Since you did TV show, I decided Mm -hmm. to do TV show. I understand. If I would have done a movie, it would have probably been The Naked Gun. Okay. Because uh, that just makes me laugh from beginning to end, even though it has OJ Simpson in there. He (laughs) he gets violently hurt in all three movies, if that helps. Yeah. Uh, favorite book? Ooh. Yeah, th- this one was tough yeah. for me because there's a lot of books that uh, I read when I was a kid, when I was doing, oh, h- how dumb of me to do college prep English, <laughs> you know, when I didn't get to go to college for various reasons. But I would go with Of Mice and Men, which is one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, I just love the story about how people are just trying to survive, uh, you know, just like uh, dealing with people who matter to you and not them not being able to control themselves for mental or physical reasons and mm-hmm. just the repercussions of all of that. I mean, yeah. you could easily do that in a modern setting and be able to tell the exact same story. Totally. And, you know, that's the important thing about, like, set dressing. Like, you know, even if you don't like westerns, you could find something in a western that you can relate to. A sci-fi movie. If you don't like sci-fi, you can find something to relate to. Yeah. Just because of where it's set doesn't mean that it doesn't have a good message that you can take from it in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like uh, the, the early 1900s is something that i'm really learning for yeah but i can i take so much from that book and i really enjoy it yeah up next we have another question from rob so best musician that's also an actor this was a hard one because there's a lot of musicians i love who've done like a cameo here and there and i just don't count that you know you can't count that yeah yeah so thinking about somebody who is a legit like has acted at least at least more than one movie or a tv show or something and a musician i did contemplate jared leto (laughs) because i do love his acting and i at least like one album but I think... <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go with Justin Timberlake because he doesn't. He has done movies, and I. What uh, instrument does he play? Vocal. What? Aren't singers musicians? Fine. Fine is yeah. right. I mean, did he? Re- does he really sing? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't that uh, guy from Florida who put all the boy bands together? No. He did. They weren't doing a Milli Vanilli thing. <laughs> no. 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 But who's yours? Well, why? I mean, what's it about his acting that you enjoy? Oh, nothing. I don't. I don't think he's a great actor, but I like his music. <laughs> that was the whole point. I thought we're. You enjoy both sides. It says best musician who's also an actor. So you have to like their music side first right, and foremost. Well, I, I didn't take See, it. See, if I have to like the actor side first and foremost, then I go Jared Leto. Okay. Yeah. Well, this could be a cheat. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a cheat. Okay. I'm going Brandon Small. Okay. Okay. Because he's a voice actor who's done so much work in different things from like co-movies, okay. Metalocalypse, Bob's Burgers, a lot of just different stuff. Voice actor. Okay. But he's also a very, very talented musician. Okay. Fine. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. <laughs> Okay, we got a couple more questions from Ryan. Uh, favorite musical-themed Simpsons episodes? See, I was trying to think about this. Like, yeah. is, like, the whole thing have to be a musical? Because there's only one episode that does that. Is it just one with, like, an original song on there? Or... <sighs> So I, I I don't remember if mine was entirely musical, but my favorite scene anyways is um when Sideshow Bob is on the boat and has to sing Madam Butterfly. The HMS Pinafore. Yes. He does the entire score. <laughs> yes. That is my favorite musical moment from The Simpsons. You stole mine. Did I? You stole <laughs> It's so good, though. And I love that I, it's Madam Butterfly. Yes. 
And I will also say that uh, we'll be talking about that particular scene coming up in when we do our multimedia section. Okay. We're calling it that because it's a conglomeration of all different little stuff and we don't want to take breaks in between. Okay. But I'll have to go with my second one, and that is the Maison Derriere. When uh, Marge uh, gets a a bulldozer to destroy the Maison Derriere, (laughs) and the entire town sings about why it's such a great burlesque house. (laughs) And then Marge ruins it trying to do her own song after all the singing and dancing and all the stuff with morals and ethics and carnal forbearance. She hits the bulldozer and it crushes right through the burlesque house. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's my second favorite song from The Simpsons. Okay, I like it. And final question from Ryan. Uh, have you seen The Legend of Bach Machina on Amazon Prime? I have not. I haven't even heard of it. I read the description okay. of it might be something of interest, but um, that's okay. not necessarily a wheelhouse that I've really gone down yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, next we have uh, we have a number of questions from Kyle of All Media Reviews blog and uh, YouTube channel as well. Uh, y- yes, uh, All Media Reviews blogspot.com yes. is the YouTube channel. He does a lot of huge retrospectives. Like he yeah. did a yes, uh, yes retrospective not too long ago. He mm. does a lot of vinyl pickups. Uh, right now he's kind of stealing my idea of like uh, uh, the, <laughs> the, the the top albums of every year kind of list. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, although he's going way further back than I am. Like yeah. he's doing the 60s right now, but I imagine that he's going to be going all the way up to whatever year he gets done with. Yeah, so. super impressive. Yeah, it's impressive stuff the first question uh are you guys fans of thrillers like dress to kill or the machinist i haven't seen either of those but i am a big thriller fan yeah and those actually tend to scare me more than horror movies because you Mm. never know which direction it's actually going in yeah yeah. whereas horror movies you just expect everyone to die yeah so as far as dress to kill so there's a few different movies dress to kill there's a couple from the 40s those ones i'm aware of but i haven't seen and there's one that came out i think 80 81 something like that that one i have seen it's been quite a few years since i saw it though but i remember be, having like some like kind of tinges of hitchcock about it so it was was intriguing and then the machinist i haven't seen i have heard of um i know oh what's his name from american psycho um, oh uh, patrick bateman well, <laughs> the real name though yeah, yeah. i think he Batman. is yes I, he christian is, bale christian bale i believe he is in it so it's kind of weird i haven't seen it because i do love me some christian bale but um i do love thrillers as well i love all hitchcock movies i know you do as well those oh, are yes. some pretty good ones i also love a good thriller with Michael Douglas in it. <laughs> um, the King of Sleaze in the late 80s. Yes, 90s. I love, yeah, I love like Fatal Attraction, Basic Instinct, all those movies. I love any kind of stranger in the house type thrillers. They're always fun. Uh, all of the strangers, when a stranger calls, funny games, stuff like that. Though. Single white female. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I love a good thriller. I love a good thriller. And yeah, I can definitely see how those are more scary in a way because they're just more suspenseful. Yes. You know? uh, next question. I didn't get to answer this. You went first. No, I just said I didn't know either movie. Oh, sorry. I didn't, I didn't well, you say... you said you love thrillers. Yeah, I love thrillers, but I didn't say yeah. what movies or anything like well, I that. I didn't know you were getting into that. Here you go. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you mentioned a lot of stuff that yeah. I do enjoy, like Hitchcock stuff. Uh, going back into the early stuff, like... Uh, uh, Dial M for murder, M, yes. arsenic, cyanide, uh, anything with Peter Lorre. <laughs> I, Peter Lorre is one of the best, vo- uh, one of the best voices in Hollywood ever. And he was in so many different kinds of thrillers and he, he always was mad. <laughs> 
And uh, although he didn't do the voice, his voice was the inspiration for Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Mm -hmm. So when you hear that, it's basically just a perfect dead-on Peter Lorre impression, Mm -hmm. who also plays the the light or the overhead lights in the Brave Little Toaster when when he's like scaring like everybody when they get into the city. That's Peter Lorre in like one of his last roles, and he's just just so terrifying. I love the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, so if we ever adorable, Blanket is I. I used to cry every time he was on He's TV. He's so cute. Yes. But yeah, I mean, that's usually where my thrillers go is like the early stuff. Uh, some of the newer stuff, yeah, for sure. But uh, I usually gravitate towards the older stuff. Yeah. Um. Kind of got me off this, but uh, how about the Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, uh, Night Gallery? Someone hasn't listened to our show in a while. <laughs> um. I love anthology horror. That's my favorite kind of horror. So yeah, Twilight Zone, yeah. Outer Limits, Night Gallery, Creep Show. Mm-hmm. Tales from Beyond, all of that stuff. That's like, all of it is up my alley. Yeah, I love all of them as well. Twilight Zone is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's just so good, though. Absolutely. Uh, Any favorite sci-fi TV shows? Well, I guess you could say Twilight Zone. Yeah, well, yeah, you could definitely include all those. Um, If you're going, like, sci-fi, Black Mirror. Yes, absolutely. Black Mirror is the best sci-fi show ever made. Yeah. Um, I would also say Stranger Things I enjoy. Um, I mean, in a way, you could count, like, The Mandalorian, like, some of the Star Star Wars shows spin-offs. Oh yeah, that's yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean uh, superhero stuff, I guess you can count that as well. So yeah, like the boys. The boys, is yeah. Science that's fiction true. And... That's true. That's true. Um, never really did Star Trek too much. I watched a little bit of um uh Next, Next Generation. Generation back in my younger, younger years, but that's the only one I ever I'm watched. I'm amazed you even watched that. I don't know why I liked it. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> I just watched it once in a while, but yeah. I'll never make you a Trekkie and I'm never gonna try. No, I'm although I will say the newer uh, Star Trek movies that have come out, the J.J. Abrams movies. Uh, the one from The Boys, mm-hmm. who I'm totally forgetting the name of. Yeah. Uh, the one with the beard yeah. and everything. He's in it. Okay. So if you like him, yeah. and I know he's a dashing man, mm-hmm. maybe that gets you into it. Maybe. 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 But I'm, I'm definitely more of a Star Wars for Star Trek And person. also, uh, along the same lines, mm-hmm. he's playing Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's going to have to shave off beard for that, but uh, I think it still work. Also, if you want to go like round of like zombies and stuff like that, Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Although I look at that more <laughs> as a video game movie, but oh yeah, it's, yeah. To- it's totally science fiction. Yeah. Uh, up next, what do you think of the new BBSM butthead? Does it need more music videos? I don't think there's enough music videos to really warrant it. And I, <sighs> I appreciate that they updated it enough to where like they're showing off like YouTube and TikTok stuff because mm-hmm. that's what people are actually watching. Yeah. I, if Beavis and Butthead still had the staying power mm-hmm. of being able to show off like all these rock and metal bands mm-hmm. and it actually would make an impact, yeah. sure, put yeah. all of them on you can. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I love old Beavis and the Butthead and all the music videos that are part of it, but since music videos unfortunately just aren't as popular as they once were, <laughs> like, it totally makes sense doing like TikTok videos and just like really ripping on the people who do it. <laughs> so I, I enjoy that. Yeah, and I, I really like like when they went like back or not back in time but like went to the future to see what Beavis and Butthead would be like as adults too. <laughs> That's the best part of the new Beavis and Butthead. It's so good. <laughs> like the stories are just as good as the old stuff. Yeah. Just as good. Mm-hmm. But when they show them like when they're in their 40s and 50s that yes. is the funniest stuff that has it ever happened is. to Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> um okay. No along those same lines. Yeah. Would you want to see an update of Daria? Oh 
I love Sorry. Daria. Diarrhea, cha cha cha. Uh, Diarrhea, cha cha cha. I guess it depends on what they do with it. I like. I love Daria. I love Daria. I know that's why I bring it up. <laughs> so I don't know. I, it depends on how. Like, they do would her. you want to see her like in the same time frame? Would you want to see her as a mom? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, have you guys thought about making your dream festival or even tour? I so I I think that as far as like a dream fest, that should be something we work on and do for a future episode. Like a full segment. Thank you. I was gonna bring but, up the same thing. But I mean, just naming some bands off the bat that I would love to see in concert. Eternal Tears of Sorrow is my number one because they are my favorite band. <laughs> um, I would also say Elven King, Black Majesty, Avantasia. Oh gosh, there's so many. There's so many, but those are some of the ones off the bat for me. Yeah. Um, mine would be all over the board, but I would also want to be bands that I've never seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An artist. Um, considering they might be breaking up, I want to see Richard Cheese before oh, it's all yeah. said and done. Yeah. Um, I'd still love to see MC Chris at some time. Uh, I, I know he just did uh, uh, some kind of gaming convention here where okay. he did a set and uh, completely missed it, but maybe one day yeah. I'll get the chance. Yeah. Uh, but for actual bands, uh, anything Dance Mono related, I would love to see. Uh, Avantasia, mm-hmm. I'd love to see. Uh, Arion would be great Yes. as well. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of the bands that I'll never get to see yeah. or it would be the only opportunity to see them, yeah. which is also my problem with Prog Power yeah. as of late, which mm-hmm. we have We've you know harked on in the past but <laughs> you know it's just like a lot of people that are going so crazy over next year's yeah we've seen a lot of those bands in 2015 or 2016 so it's yeah. not that exciting anymore yeah. so yeah but that's that's a whole different thing but like, i don't want to give too much away because i like yeah. the idea of like yeah we'll do a dream festival that. in a future episode to kind of go over our entire list <laughs> yes that'd be fun um, for 2024 it would be and final question uh what is your take on king gizzard and the lizard wizard and the 25 albums they've released in 11 years and to add on that some of the other bands who have released a ton of music in a short period of time like Buckethead, Tangerine Dream etc. Well Lynn well, as, as the avid King Gizzard and the Lizard <laughs> Wizard fan. Yes no um I've heard of them but I'm not familiar with them at all. I am familiar with Buckethead though and I guess what I would say is I'm way more about quality over quantity. If you can keep up the quality with quantity then more power to you but I, I just I don't know I, I haven't come up I mean I haven't well I, when I say I'm familiar with Buckethead I haven't listened to all of his albums by any stretch of the imagination Who, who really has? <laughs> who has? Who has? So I can't speak it's to him. It's over 100 but, albums I mean. Yeah but I would verge on saying it's pretty unlikely that a band could keep up the quality with that many albums but you know i don't know yeah well they're also a stoner rock band so i don't think that'd be something that would really be up your alley that's true when it comes to king gizzard and lizard wizard yes but i do feel like there are musicians who have been able to maintain good quality frank zappa Mm -hmm. being one of them i mean going from like a hard rock to avant-garde to pop rock to orchestral symphonic Mm -hmm. like he did everything across the board yeah and well maybe not every single album is a hit there's more hits than misses yeah Um, uh, with Buckethead, one of the best guitarists out there. Mm. But I don't need to hear everything that he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather he take like a Bumblefoot approach where he would apply those into bands rather than just solo work. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, of course, the ones from the Mars Volta. Oh, God, there's so many bands and stuff like that. that or albums that uh, come across from the guitarists of the Mars Volta, which uh, I'll never be able to listen to all of it. And uh, even the best Mars Volta, I can only take in small doses. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like a progressive jam band. Okay, okay. So I know that's not up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I am also way more into the quality versus quantity, but you know, there's also limits when it comes to that as well too. Like mm. if you're spending like 20 some years to make your next album, I mean, can it possibly live up to that hype? <laughs> Winter Sun. <laughs> well, I was just going to say next. Like if, if you're creating Time 2 and Time 2 never comes out, was it yeah. worth all the time and money that went into creating it? <laughs> no. <laughs> your Sona. Oh dear. But again, that's a discussion for a different time. Yes, yes. Although I will say, I'm glad Timu is actually in a band that plays shows and makes music I know, now. Oh, good for him. But, you know, that's that's just me. That concludes our viewer questions or listener questions. But if you do have any more questions, let us know. We can cover them in future episodes. Yeah, it'd be really fun to do. Like, even if we just get like a question a week, if we do an mm-hmm. entire episode segment like this where we cover a lot of questions, whatever. Yeah. Like, constantly ask us questions. It, it keeps us on our toes and it comes up with some exciting stuff. Okay, so up next. Next, we're just going to go through our lineup of media and what we've been listening to, watching, etc. Uh, we don't first. have enough for separate segments we for don't. this, so... Uh... <laughs> It's been a rough week for both of us. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, trying to entertain ourselves hasn't really been high priority this week. Yeah. Um, but we've also been uh, working on stuff that we'll talk about at the very end of the show. Yes. But with that said. So in the TV and wrestling world, uh, there have been some releases announced from AEW. Uh, namely, The Bunny, The Butcher, and The Blade have all been released from AEW. At two separate times as yes. well. Yes. Uh, the first one, The Bunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, came to a mutual separation with AEW. Yes. And mm-hmm. on the very same day, started an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, charging 20 bucks a month and you don't get to see the goods. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, it's like, why give up your love of wrestling? Why go do the OnlyFans thing instead? And where is the link? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, like I'm a fan of all three of them, like Bunny and Butcher, like or Bunny and Blade, sorry. Like they're both really into horror and stuff, which I totally love about them. And I really like well, their personas as well. Yeah, well, Butcher is too. Yeah, I really like their wrestling personas. I just feel like none of them were used properly. I think, unfortunately, as we've complained about wrestling in AEW in previous episodes and this one as well like the wrestlers that Tony is actually like using correctly is becoming fewer and fewer all the time and three of them have just been not used at all and it's funny because when I used to look at comments in the past it's like oh you're just using all WWE mm-hmm. people now yeah and I used to scoff at that mm-hmm. now it, it's it, true now it, it really is true mm-hmm. yep but um my, my thoughts on Butcher and Blade I thought yeah. they were a fantastic tag team absolutely uh, the former Pepper Parks which yes. uh, I can't get over that name. <laughs> um, they might be going to Impact, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Butcher and Blade, which um, if they can actually, you know, manage to get some good work out of it and actually be used properly, I would think that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I also wish, wish uh, Butcher would get back into a band again because... I uh, for those not familiar, Butcher Andy Williams was the guitarist of Every Time I Die, mm-hmm. which is a band that uh, really shaped what I was listening to in 2003, 2004, much like I, I talked about with the yeah. Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea he was a wrestler until he showed up in AEW. I know, I know. And just seeing that and just being floored by it, I thought that was just so cool. But, Definitely. Uh, um, anyone giving crap to the, the bunny for starting at OnlyFans? I think in 2023, if you can make money legally doing anything, you go 
for it. So if people are going to subscribe to it, you know, good on her. Mm -hmm. And if Butcher and Blade can make an impact, an impact, I, well, sorry, it's going to be TNA soon. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, if they they can make an impact in TNA, all for it. Let's see it happen. Yeah. As far as TV goes, really the only thing we watched TV related was The Simpsons with their Treehouse of Horror. Yes. Uh, The first one was all about cryptocurrency and uh, NFTs, Mm -hmm. which was a terrible, terrible segment. It it really was. It really was. Uh, The second one was a sequel episode to Cape Ear where Sideshow Bob sings the score to the HMS Penafore. Yes. Um, But it's an alternate ending where uh, Bob unalives Bart. Yes. And it traumatizes Lisa. Yes. Forever. Yes. <laughs> and it, it has become one of my favorite Treehouse of Horror episodes because it's something mm. you don't expect. It no. kind of touches on a little things like Silence of the Lambs and other detective stuff, but it goes through so many twists and turns. I wish it would have been a full episode. Yeah, it was good. I, I would need a few more watches of it for it to be ops on Treehouse of Horror, but it, it was good. It was good. And then the third one, because of uh, nuclear waste, mm-hmm. uh, Homer ate a donut covered in nuclear waste, which his <laughs> burps were so toxic it turned people into homer (laughs) their own different versions of homer and seeing marge as homer was one of the most scary things i've ever seen in my entire life although he instantly fell in love with her more than what she used to look like of course of course (laughs) so overall i felt like it was a very middle of the road when you think of it that way because there was a really bad one Mm -hmm. one of the best ones and Mm -hmm. one right in the middle so it was kind of like a middle of the road trios for yeah definitely Uh, although we did also watch boss burgers which i did enjoy as well yeah but sadly no halloween boss burgers which i don't understand it's that's the up. one that i always look forward to the most mm-hmm. absolutely are they gonna do a christmas one this year or a thanksgiving one i hope so because I mean, those Lance ones are the turkey great. needs to come back that's right Bob. <laughs> uh movies the only movie we watched was on my oh. birthday <laughs> so it was on my birthday oh. <laughs> Hold on. No. <laughs> it was on my birthday. It was on your birthday. And I, I picked it because if you haven't learned this already, I love to pick apart society and I love to get annoyed in doing so. So I chose the movie Karen. Yes. Um, last week during Halloween, I picked Lucky Bastard on Amazon Prime. Yes. And you picked Karen on Amazon Prime. Yes. And what have we learned? Don't pick movies on, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. <laughs> yes. We only watch it for the boys and only the boys. No, it was, it was a terrible movie. I it, mean... Yes, could you get annoyed with it in society and stuff like that? Absolutely. But it was just like bad acting all the way around and stuff too. And ugh. It was bad writing. Yeah. It was bad acting. Mm-hmm. Everything was just awful about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately when it was over, yeah. uh, if I wasn't pulling my hair out and getting more bald yes. than what I already am, <laughs> um, I basically described it as a lifetime movie and the acting of porn <laughs> mixed together. <laughs> Like, this movie makes the dialogue in porn subtle. Oh, dear. And, you know, that's all full of puns and, you know, straight-to-the-point stuff. So, when you're talking about issues that have to do with society, like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, and you really shove it into people's faces the way that they do it on here, it's insulting. It's an insulting movie to (laughs) everyone. Oh, and I don't know if I can let you pick movies anymore. Well, likewise. <laughs> All right, we're just not going to watch movies anymore. Fine, fine. Yeah. Uh, gaming, we really haven't done much gaming-wise. We've both just kind of been playing old games or, you know, our standbys. Yeah, uh, because I'm pretty much done with everything and I don't spend. I feel like spending uh, $50 to $70 on a 10-hour game. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing what I do when I'm in my uh, worst depressive uh, suicidal states and I play golf in Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> yes. 
It's the best when he plays as Trevor. Yes, and I, I play literally as Trevor, where if if I do a terrible shot or if I go over par, I just start smashing everything, and I start <laughs> smashing people with golf clubs. Aww. I'll take the golf cart and just drive around and running people over. <laughs> it's pretty great to watch. But what about you? Yeah, I mean, as far as my dating games on my phone, uh, the only one still going on is Love Island. Not really a whole lot happened with that this week, and outside of that, I've just been playing some kind of puzzle games on my phone because they're 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 fun for my little mind to work <laughs> yeah it's been a rough week for us hasn't it yeah yeah and then music finally nothing really new on my end i i did narrow down my top music of the year list to 30 in a rough order so i, I got a little work left to do but i i do have it pretty near done i have a couple guesses on what could be your top three to five yeah but that's about it okay and i don't want to give that away because that'll be coming up on this particular podcast down yes. the road Yes. Um, as for myself, um, of course, anyone who knows me uh, knows that I am currently working on the top 100 albums of 2023. Mm-hmm. So you're doing 30% of the work. Yes. Or really 15, since you're only going to be talking about it here. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I counted everything together, when I'm going to be all said and done, I will have done 750 album reviews in 2023, <laughs> which yeah. I am insane. Why? Uh, three quarters of a thousand album reviews. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> But in all seriousness, I took the weekend. I didn't even touch the PS5 or Xbox. Mm. Didn't turn them on, didn't do nothing. Mm. Uh, I've been feeling quite miserable. A lot of pain has been going on through me uh, mentally and especially physically going on. But I did manage to write the bottom 50 of my top 100. So I just have the top 50 to finish up on. And there's going to be readjusting a plenty before I... I bet, I bet. Before I completely finish up top 50. But it's going to be all worth it. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get this done. This is actually the soonest mm-hmm. I've been uh, doing my top 100s because I also am doing the video versions as well. Yes. And I'd rather just get all the written stuff done ahead of time. Mm-hmm. That way I can focus on the videos. And then when November 27th rolls around and I start this whole shebang, it'll be that much less work to do. Yes. But with that said, we have some stuff coming up for the end of the year. We do. Yeah. So we got some uh, holiday and end of the year theme episodes coming up. On the next one, we'll be talking about uh our favorite thanksgiving themed tv episodes um probably also cover our favorite thanksgiving foods as well because that's always fun to talk about this time of year uh some other things we'll be covering our favorite holiday movies uh favorite holiday b episodes top albums of the year as we already mentioned favorite holiday songs top games of the year and top movies of the year yeah there's a lot of stuff to be looking forward to and of course again if you know me from the past few years i usually always take december off Mm -hmm. like once i'm done with the top 100 everything's done screw it i need to recharge my batteries yes but i am gonna be keeping the podcast going because i don't have to write anything out for this mm-hmm. it doesn't take a lot out of me mm-hmm. uh i'll be done with all the other stuff so you know just getting behind the mic once a week for however long it takes to do an episode is nothing yeah i probably won't be doing any interviews or reviews or anything like that uh once i'm done with top 100 unless uh something huge happens mm-hmm. i'm just gonna be waiting for 2024 but it's gonna be fun uh, riding out the rest of the year with you on the podcast yeah and with that said i think this is a good note to end on and i thank you so very much for tuning into episode 18 of the heavy debriefings podcast yes uh, make sure to follow us on social media for heavy debriefings under the names for facebook instagram threads youtube and blue sky mm-hmm. with heavy debriefings uh of course heavy 
Tom for all the information you need, the written versions of the top 100 albums of 2023 coming up starting November 27th. Mm. And of course, uh, let us know what you think of the podcast uh, in the comments down below on YouTube or on Spotify. Let us know what you think of the show. And if you got any questions for us, please let us know. I'm always mm. curious. I mean, just make it YouTube friendly. That's yes. all I ask. Yes. But until next time, for the Metal Fairy, this is Josh Runkle saying, see ya.